the whole new level of swagger to him. Everybody, welcome to NYR DNA. We are back. We have been in witness protection. We have been in exile. We have been refugeed and we have been refereed. But we are back. It's been a number of weeks since our last podcast. I want to thank all, all our many listeners around the world, especially to that one listener in Italy. If you are listening to us again in Italy, please contact us at nyrdna at gmail.com. <laughs> Not, don't contact us at Well, we're going to come up with don't that email. Don't contact no. us. Don't Sh- talk to shut us. Shut up. Shut up. We're going to come up with that email because we are just bursting at the seams with interest. Our podcast has reached number one on the USA podcast list. That's not just for hockey. Of all podcasts in the United States, we are number one. So we thank you all for your support. We're happy to be back. We had a little rough patch. We haven't had the chance to record a podcast in a number of weeks, a lot of reasons. I don't want to get into it legal otherwise, but we are back, all right? It's like May 1st, May Day, May Day. We are back, and we are ready to rock and roll. I'm here with my two sons, Luca and Jack, and we are ready to discuss the state of New York Rangers hockey. As always. As always. Boys, I'm Take ready it to away. go. I'm ready to go. Take it away. I'm We're, angry. We don't we yeah. don't really we usually have like six or seven meetings before a podcast. Six we or have, seven yeah, more like that's one or two. Well we have six or seven. We have outside consultants come in. We have writers. We got we have a editors. whole host. We have a team. We have a team. Yeah, Buchnevich came in last time. My po- he did. Yeah. yeah My point like is this time it. we didn't do any of that. We're ready to go. Gut instinct. Boys, take us yeah. away. You talk about the state of the Rangers. Well, I'm here saying, you know, it's like many other podcasts, the state has been bad for the, <laughs> for the, the Rangers. The state of the Rangers has been ugly. We're here after their second shutout loss to the Islanders, May 1st. Second shutout loss to the Islanders um, after the game. Uh, very disappointed, by the way. And it seemed that they just had nothing going. Again, it, it is the Islanders, and I think they are a cup contender. But... The system you play, if you want to get far in the playoffs, it needs to compete because that Islanders play playoff hockey. Yeah, but Luca, 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 this year is not about making the playoffs. Why are you exactly? So why uh-huh. are you why are you being so negative? No, on the I completely agree. It's not about making the playoffs. So why are we playing the first two lines? We're rolling them every shift. I mean, what's up with that? Because we're trying to make the playoffs. This is an, this yeah. is the NHL, <laughs> Luca. We're trying to make the playoffs. Can we? All right, we should backtrack for a second. Backtrack. It's been five seconds. I'm already pissed off. Well, all right. Beep, 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 beep. We're backing up. 
Yeah, no, I got it. You didn't Bad have to jokes. explain it. Um, I think we should mention real quickly. I was thinking about this before. Did you say Joe Manchin? Yeah. So before we start, I just want to say this because we were talking about this yesterday. And just we're going to say some things I think maybe that a lot of Ranger fans are not going to be too happy about or agree with. And I just want to make it clear that just because we are questioning some players or some coaches uh, and we will be in this podcast just which, because which is our right as Americans, yes, which is which is our right as a fan of the team, just because we're as questioning a, as Americans. Yeah, I got American it. fans. OK, yeah. yes. That doesn't mean we th- think either way about them. And if we do think either way about them, we'll say it. But just because we're questioning, you know, let's say I said something, I say something about Adam Fox. I, do- I think Adam Fox is awesome, though. Like, I- just because I question something about him doesn't mean I don't think he's 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 awesome. So I just want to let that everyone know real quick, because I know Twitter and Instagram will go crazy for some things. Yeah, they're going to go crazy That's, over some kid that just said, oh, I'm not a big fan of Adam yeah. Fox. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're the number one podcast Why in the world. Why do you hate Adam Fox, Jack? Yeah, Jack. I don't like his chin. <laughs> That's his chin. That, uh, that's a valid reason. His chin is really pointy. His chin is very pointy. Like, that thing could, like, you ever want to sew? Boom. Needle. Cut All glass. Right, let's get back on track here. Okay. So, uh, I guess I'll start. Do I it. just want to dismantle... If Mickey Mantle, can you like stop? I want. I'm trying to talk. Dad's drinking wine again during the. Oh podcast. yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> Dad's drinking wine again. So okay, I just want to dismantle any, anybody, any thoughts that anybody has ever had this season about the Rangers making the playoffs, because not only I mean, I was like hoping. They would, I guess, not really. I thought it'd be cool, but I, I never thought it was in the team's best interest totally for them to make the cool. playoffs. Never thought it was in their best interest. So you're saying they should just lose the games then? I, I mean, yeah. If they're not that good. So you think a professional the, team should just go out and try and just... No, no I don't think the they Buffalo should try team. and lose. We're not the I don't think they should team. try and lose. I think they should... Play their best players, give their best effort, do their best to develop. Wait, wait, and wait. if they lose, they lose. Wait, wait, you said play their best players. Yeah. So you just you're agreeing with rolling the first two lines because da wait wait, wait wait that's Benjamin, not what I said. Panarin that's Benjamin not what I said. Their best players. That's not what I. I never. Okay, yeah, Panarin. I know. That's not what I said. You think Buchnevich and Strom are, are some of their best not players? Not at all. So that's what I'm saying. But you got to make that more clear because that could come. No, up I don't. Because I think yes, their best do. players be more no. clear. Why are Strom and 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 Buchnevich automatically their best players? They're not. They ain't. Okay, you know what? They're Actually, the mo- you have the most points. Can we? Yeah. I mean, Strom's I, I got more points than Barzell. I think. I congrats. Think he plays think. with Panarin. That's all I have to say about that. Um, I actually can we start with Buchnevich, please. Start with Buchnevich. Okay, because I have some thoughts about Buchnevich. I'm not, I'm not, I'm done with him. I'm totally done with him now. Done with him. I think, please stop. You, you've got please. someone, you've got your eldest son hysterical over the Rangers. Dad. And you are just putting coal I, we're in the trying fire. To do, we're trying to record a podcast. 
And I think you're this was like your idea. This whole well. operation was your he idea. He was getting mad for how long it was taking for us to set up the stuff. Yeah. And now you're not even shut up. He's gonna say something else. So okay. I was remember like back when we started and our first one episode, our second episode, we were like ripping Buchnevich a lot. Yeah. And then you know, we started to play a little bit better, and I think we laid it, off. It, I said we had like five thousand letters. Yeah, right? three thousand were from Buchnevich himself, oh. and and so many emails. At least fifty thousand emails just ripping us. I just wanted to yeah. say that. So, Booch wrote a letter saying, "Please, man, just please don't rip into me. I, I want to save my okay, spot in the first." But one. I think we laid off of him for a while, and it's good. And me. I laid off him for I a while. I apologize to him. I know, and I don't understand why he did that. I still don't. But I laid off him for a while. I excused some uh, of the things he did on the ice, and it's gotten it's too it's it's too much now. I'm done with him. I cannot oh. watch him play anymore. He's Wh- bad. Why is that? He's the, he's one. He's yeah. He leads the team in points. Okay. He? Well, when That's you have a lane to the net, yeah. you don't make a cross ice pass. And yeah. I've seen that like five listen, times today. Listen, but, he can but, lead but the team in points. Team points. Yeah, against the Devils, the Flyers, and the Sabres. Much like Sabanajad. What was the thing? 60% of his goals? What was it? Or his points? Listen, he had. I don't I remember. Know, I heard something about like 100% of the chances that he shoots. 50% of those chances he doesn't shoot. All I heard was that you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. That's what I was talking about. I almost just spit out my... <laughs> listen. Listen. No, 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 but here's shut, up, shut up. Shut I up. Shut up. Let me saying. talk about Buchanan. So Benny Jett had th- um, three of his hat tricks are two against the Flyers. And one against, against Sabres. <laughs> what is happening? Dad's hitting himself. Listen. All I'm going to say about Buchanan is that I'm totally done with him. He's He's... I'm sorry... He might lead the team in points. He might be second in the team in points. I don't care. He, he plays on the first line. He's on every single power he got play. got the monkey on his back. <laughs> <laughs> you know when he scores and he does the thing? He did the... He got, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he does the thing with his arms. But he got the monkey off his back. Are you okay? <laughs> Listen, he's bad in both ends of the ice. Whenever they play a decent team, but he he's kills the penalty He's terrible but at the DQ, penalty kill. DQ puts him on the penalty kill. And the penalty kill I'm going to actually you know how good the really quickly, really quickly. I'm going to lower the gain because we're going to get loud. I'm trying. He's I'm not trying good. to give you devil. He, but DQ puts him on the penalty kill. I know you're trying to play devil's advocate. Yeah, he's great at the. Yeah, that's great. He puts him on the penalty kill. Can I just say something? What he's is not that, good with at that the term devil's kill. advocate. Like that's a good thing because that's like it's thing. the devil. And his advocate is like Are his friend. Are we going to do this podcast? Are we, <laughs> no, are my point is, what is up with that? The devil's advocate is like the devil's friend. So, like, that's not a good thing. Like, when somebody says, I'm going to play the devil's advocate. Like, you're a sh- what? schmuck. But here's the, the devil's thing. advocate is but a here's schmuck. The thing. Wait, wait, wait. You okay? So, wait, does devil, does the devil... Does the devil punish people in hell? He punishes people, right? The devil's the son of a... Beeswax, dead, he's dead. a devil. Does he Are we going to do this podcast? What's Does he happening? punish dead? He punishes people in hell? I guess. Doesn't that make him a good person? Because he's punishing people in hell? Well, he's punishing well, the bad guys. Well, yeah, but if you're like the friend of the devil... Who's punishing the bad guy? I would want someone to punish bad guys. Whatever. I'm just <laughs> saying, I'm, I'm trying to be a provocateur saying... 
I'm I'm joking about Buchnevich saying he, put, he puts him on the penalty kill. Right? Buchnevich is the hockey? devil. Can we talk about hockey? But I think we are talking about hockey. No, In a way. Not. All this right. has been 11 minutes and we haven't even said anything. I think you're about to start crying. All right, get back to what you were saying. He's terrible on the penalty kill. I'm sorry to burst anybody's bubble. He's not that good at the but penalty kill. Can... I've seen him kill penalties. Watch Buchnevich on can penalty kill. Can I play the devil's advocate, He's... though? Shut oh, it. my God. The guy's not good in his own end. The guy's not good in the offensive zone. What did we say today, Luca? Buchnevich well, got a passes? chance in the slot oh, yeah. on a power play. Oh, yeah. He got the puck at the side of the net. There were three Islanders, three, all in a line on the crease. And they're meant for blocking stuff. They were all on the ice trying to block a pass, a potential, right? The, the lane is not there. And he did it anyway because he's that good. Now, how many times have we seen Buchnevich in the offensive zone try to pass it through people. Now I'm watching that first line Too play. Many. I'm watching that first line play. I'm watching Loft. Looks pretty good. Zabanajad. Exactly. Zabanajad, you know. I think I think Zabanajad and Loft benefit each other. Then you've got compliments. They, yeah, they compliment each other. Then you got Booch, who I think he I brings Loft down. Makes some beautiful passes. And then it goes to Booch, who decides to make a pass again. And then hits I'm some dude in the foot. I'm done with him. He never. His shot isn't good, so there's that. His passing, also not good. His skating. Leads the team in points. But not I think good. it's important that yeah, we keep him. In, no, he doesn't lead the team in points. He's, but he's we in the keep, top three. How can you badmouth the guy? He's on the the every three. single power play. He gets the most ice time. He gets every single opportunity to score points. And he produces. And, okay, and congrats. Produces. I can produce against the Flyers right now. I can you, produce you against can't. the Sabres right now. I it, I don't care here. what if you can produce against those crappy teams if against the Islanders if against the 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 Capitals if against the good teams you are irrelevant. Buchnevich is irrelevant. He was irrelevant tonight. He's been irrelevant for the past you're two picking, weeks. You're picking on one person. No, can but I, I just say something? Go ahead. I think what we need to do, and I totally hear you with your critique of Buchnevich slander. They call Buchnevich. I get it. I think what we're getting to, though, and what we need to get to is a bigger picture here. And some of the things you criticize the one they call Buchnevich for, I think are bigger picture issues that we need to get to, which I think many Ranger fans are worried about or some Ranger fans, I guess I should Others say. Others seem to not be worried about it right. at all. Uh -huh. It's about the style of play that this team has embodied over the past couple of years yes. and where this team is going in this rebuild. Yeah. But right? I think that's what we need to get oh. to. So let's let's get to, I mean, let, I guess what I'm trying to say I is, just wanted to get that Buchnevich no, out of me because no, I think listen, he's a listen, bad hockey player. Listen, 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 listen Jackie. I hear you with Buchnevich. He's not one of my favorites. I think he's a decent hockey player. I think he's been overrated by Way state overrated. TV and the Rangers. And he has the points, but I think he's given. I, I agree with you. I, I don't want. I don't want to make this rant about Buchnevich. I, I think, needed to get that off my chest because it's been it's been a week and a half where I can't watch him play. Now I get you. I get you. So let's go from here on. 
where are we now with this quote unquote rebuild? It's the, is, we we're, we're, we're approaching the end of the third year of the rebuild. Where are we? Where are we going? Because I think that's the big question. And to your point and to Luca's point about Buchnevich, I don't want to get caught up just on Buchnevich. Yeah. Although I think the, the bigger issue is where are we going? Where, where do we What's go the now? story with this team? All right. Luca, let's Luca. let Luca yeah, okay. talk so, to so, me. So, 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 talk yeah. to I'm wa- me. I'm, talk. I'm, I'm, I'm watching the game. We're watching. Well, you didn't really watch for other reasons that was going on, but me and Jack were watching the game today, and Jack said something. He goes, "You know, I'm not seeing as many moments that make me. We all, oh damn, we all have those moments where uh, we kind of get up a little two on one. I don't know, lane to the net. That did not happen. We didn't see. We didn't see all of the game. We saw most of it, but um." That did not happen once in the yeah. times we watched. But also, also, their inability to get really a complete shift to try and get the opposing, uh, to try and get uh, the Islanders at least tired a little was just, they'd come in, they might get a sh- weak shot on goal, and then the puck would just go the other way. Yeah, I, the Islanders are good at that. Mm-hmm. But I just, I just want them, I want to see it because it, everything's different. There's like, you keep saying there's no system. And it's just drive by after drive by where nothing happens. Okay, let me bridge the gap here because I know exactly where this is going. Because we were, me and you were talking about this during the game. One, one, you're right about their forecheck, their offensive play. They, uh, there weren't many sustained shifts in the Islanders' zone. And for an off- offensive powerhouse, whatever there's was, yeah, be, high octane offense, yeah, whatever. But what I think there's one exception. When it comes to that point, is that the fourth line, I think, of Rooney, Gautier, and Morgan Barron, who's had his first NHL game tonight, had a good fourth line game where there were shifts. I noticed them mostly playing in the Islanders zone. And then they got off. There were a couple other shifts. uh, I think Strom and Panarin line had like one or two. But I think the fourth line They were playing with Kravtsov today? Huh? They were playing with Kravtsov today, right? Second line? I think, yeah, for most did, of the game. Did they change it? I'm not sure. I, think I don't remember. I'm not sure. But, okay, let me bridge the gap from the other thing you were saying. What were you saying again? How they... Uh, they it's like drive-bys. Oh, but, no, before that, you said uh, how they weren't, like, their chances... There they weren't any high-quality chances because mm-hmm. the Islanders play a real good defensive style. And like I mentioned to Luca when we were watching, most of their shots, if not, like, all of them, were coming from above the circles... Which I'm glad they're shooting because they never shoot. And but most I, of the shots from the fourth liners. But, but like, there was no mi- penetration in the middle. They were getting none. No shots from the slot. No chances where you were, like, where you, like, stood up and were like, oh, none of that. And you know what? The Islanders are really good at defense. They play an excellent defensive style. They're, wet, they're probably the best coached team in the league. Boring. Boring. Yeah, that's that's the it is only. Boring. It is kind of boring. But I don't care as long as boring. Luca, if the Rangers played like that and they won every game, won nothing, and then they I'd won the Stanley happy. Cup, I wouldn't care. Boring. But this is the this is a result of of something greater, and the reason they they can't infiltrate the middle, the reason they get no high quality chances against the Islanders is because that high octane offense, and that's sarcasm, I put that in quotes, is 
irrelevant and it shuts down against a team that plays a defensively sound system. It's all fun and games, right? It's great when Zabanajad scores 20 well, goals. Mika Magic's back. He's back. Sabres. The Sabres, they scored. so They got a hat trick. He got nine goals against the Flyers. I don't care, right? These teams give them all the time and space in the world. I, I could have probably played against the Flyers that game. They they went, they weren't even on them. They skated circles. Now, now I love have, Mika. I love Mika. Yeah. You have the Islanders who are suffocating. Now, they, suffocating them. And they're irrelevant. Irrelevant. Zabanajad, Panarin, too. The last two games hasn't really done much. But you know what? I can give Panarin the, the benefit of the doubt because the dude's a future Hall of Famer. I can't give Buchnevich the benefit of the doubt. I can't give Strom the benefit of the doubt. Listen, and then what does that tell you? When- but what does that tell me is that not only do the Islanders play Islander hockey really well, and they kept saying this on the broad MSG broadcast, this is Islanders hockey. This Barry is Islanders Stroh. hockey. This Barry's- is Islanders hockey. Barry Trotz hockey. Yeah. This is not just... And Lou Lamorello This hockey. is not just Islanders hockey. Solid combo, Dad. This is not Islanders Barry's hockey. Strong. It is. I know. That's great. That's actually historically... <laughs> I know. That's, that's unreal. It's a solid what? combo. I'm saying... Lou, Lou Lamorello and Barry Trotz. Barry Trotz, no, Lou Lamorello listen, hockey. This is oh, it totally is. With the devil, boring. With the devil in the late nineties, early two thousand. Listen, listen. It is. It is totally. It is totally Islanders hockey, and it totally is Lou Lamorello hockey. It totally is Barry Trotz hockey. But you know what else it is? Playoff hockey, and that's what worries me the most. It doesn't worry me that you know they didn't. I mean, it actually does that they didn't score too many goals all stuff because the Islanders are really good at that. A lot of teams don't score too many goals against the Islanders. But what does worry me is that when they play that playoff style, like the Islanders this week, like the Hurricanes last summer, the Rangers completely implode. They're done once that pace is raised, and that's the problem, and that's what worries me the most. So let me play devil's advocate. As you know, I'm I'm a big fan of devil's advocate. No. So um, one of the Rangers' in-house... What do you call them? I mean, he he's not an announcer, but I guess he's a commentator, personality. Oh, Valley the Valley. Yeah. The Valley Cat. What did he say? Said, look, even Steve Statistic is his middle name, Valiquette, said that even though the Rangers don't score more than two goals on a Wednesday afternoon when the temperature's oh. over 60 degrees, he did say that admitted that you know they didn't show up to play Thursday night against the Islanders that that there was you know there's a problem they, he admitted that there's an issue there with the type of style of play and he says but you know what he was concerned that they didn't show up to play but he said the Rangers will be able to get the type of grit you need to get you know playoff hockey because yeah you know, hold on he said because you know, you I can know. get that in the free agent market and, yes. and and in a year or so you can get that. And yes. I don't I don't disagree with um, no, Valaket. You me can neither. get you that. You can. That's what the Maple Leafs did. I guess That's my what question did. is That's what the the Lightning did. So That's even though even though, won the cup. even though exactly. he said that, my question is So uh, with that being said, 
what does it mean that the Rangers play this particular style of play and the Islanders style. play a different style of play? Should we feel good about this rebuild? In what other style words, do the Rangers play, though? I can, don't know. Can you, can you win with a team of ballerinas. Ballerinas. ballerinas? You said that, not me. You've said that all week, and I have the text Can to you win it. with a team of ballerinas text. and and hope that you're just going to out-talent people? Or that that's going to take a lot of time. Or to Valaket's point, does does the Ranger organization, and that means not just the great David Quinn and the great Jeff Gordon and the the great John Davidson, it means all of them. Do do they understand that that they they're going to need to really change this team to have a chance to contend for the cup in, in a few years. And remember, let's just keep it real. Cause I'm all about keeping it real son. I never expected. Let me, let me rephrase that. I didn't think that this year coming up the year that we just saw that the Rangers had to make the playoffs. Like if the Rangers Especially don't Especially after the divisions came yeah, out. Yeah, if the Rangers don't make the playoffs, this is a horrible year. I never felt that way, ever. Now, David Quinn may have felt otherwise because he said that after a every, month or so ago. Oh, yeah. But whatever. We'll, we'll leave that as his may. He's the coach. Of course he's going to say that. Yes. I, I give him the benefit of the doubt. I never felt this was a make or break year they had to make the playoffs. But at some point, if it wasn't this year, it's next year, the year after. I heard some really, you know, smart guys that have podcasts and they're really geniuses. They said, they said in two more years, that's when this team's going to contend for a cup. I don't know. My point is, what's the story with this team in terms of this rebuild? Yeah. What, uh, given the style of play that they have. Are they going to contend for a cup in two years from now? Okay. Well, is Val? I think Valaket. Maybe maybe Valaket's right. Listen, they can pick up Valaket all these guys in point. another year. Absolutely, they can. Other teams have done it. Look at the Lightning last year. Please tell me I'm wrong. Right. No, but listen, you can absolutely pick up those guys at free agency okay. and and grid up your team. That's totally possible. So if but this, that doesn't change the fact that their offense, their style of offense relies on a team giving them time and space a lot of time and space otherwise it's but it's wait a second down. though are you telling me that i mean my understanding is this team didn't make the playoffs because they're just inexperienced they're too young yeah they're too young but wait a second are most of the guys getting playing time they're the 21 year olds right no oh because that because you don't understand you don't understand. Wait, Zabana, if you Janet, listen Panarin? to David Quinn, if you listen to David Quinn, if I'm they would have played the young guys, that means they weren't going to make the playoffs and they wouldn't win hockey games. Because according to David Quinn, uh, during the press conferences after all those games, like, you know, a month ago when they'd lose and people would say, like, listen, you're probably not going to make the playoffs. Why aren't these guys getting more playing time? Because they're your young future stars. He'd say, well, we're trying to win hockey games. We're trying to make he the playoffs. He did say that, right? And he says, this is the NHL. We're trying to win all trying these to games because we're trying to make games. the playoffs. Now, at the expense of playing these kids, you were trying to win hockey games, and you didn't. 
Yeah, but Jack, aren't you getting a little carried away? Like, do you really expect Phil Heedle, who's been playing three or four years in the NHL, to three, get to get to get second power play time? Absolutely, I, mean, I that's absolutely crazy. Because you know what's that's hilarious. You, you know, know that's crazy. I mean, this guy shouldn't be in the NHL. He should probably be playing yeah. in, a, in a in a in a in a triple A league someplace I, in yeah. like Delaware. I yeah. think he should be taking over Ryan Strom for the pa- wait. Yeah, Ryan Strom is the greatest player I've yeah, ever seen. Yeah, so listen, it's it's an absolute, it's a joke. This team is is. So where is this team going? They weren't supposed to make the playoffs this year, and they didn't. But they deployed their personnel like they were supposed to, to make, make the, the playoffs. playoffs. But and when they, they didn't, didn't make, make the, the playoffs, playoffs, they said they're well, too young. They're too young to make the oh, playoffs. Man. But the best part is, the best part is, is that these young guys are never going to get good unless you play them. Play them on the power play. Play them on the six on five, right? If you don't, they're not going to get any good. And and the beauty of but it also is... you can't win if they're playing. How long were it? Was but you're not a, winning now anyway. How long was Gautier been scratched? Since April 3rd or 4th. Who's Gautier? <laughs> yeah, that's like a whole month. Now, okay? Now, he comes out today. He's one of the most noticeable players. Most, one of the, probably wait, on wait, the Rangers. Wait, you mean noticeable because he's taking 10 penalties, no, right? No, more Luka? like he's drawing them. He drew, yeah, he drew, drew a penalty. He, he drawn, should have drawn a second yeah. one. That should have been called. It didn't really matter. But. And in my opinion, Whoa. I think Gautier is cuter than Howden. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. Now you just yeah. Think crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, Gautier is a whole different animal that I've I have a problem with uh, this team about because but listen, I don't want to I don't want to spend too much time on Gautier, but I'm gonna get my two cents in. Get your five cents in. I, I forget how tall he is, but he's tall. Taller than a bread box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's big and he's, he's strong, bigger than a bread box. And he's fast. He's faster than, than a bread box. box. He's great. He's GOAT. But listen, this is a guy who can be in your bottom six during a playoff run. This is a guy who can be a power forward. Now, so many good teams have had power forwards, really good power forwards that have played absolutely imperative roles in playoff runs. Just look at, I'm not saying he's going to be the same player, but look at Milan Lucic, right? I'm not saying Gautier is going to play like Milan Lucic did in 2013 or whatever. But just take a look at him. He, for a Bruins team that was in the playoffs most of the time, he was a seminal, such a big part of that team. Huge part of that team. Huge part of their bottom six. And they, huge part of their power play even. Because they threw, stuck him in front of the net and he's hard to move. So why the Rangers, Chris Kreider, Chris Why the Rangers don't want to even think or try about this developing arena hockey? Yes, we that's do why. not. And that's why. And that's what makes me nervous about this organization. Dad disagrees, of course. He's no, I, I disagree. Why they wouldn't even want to give him a shot? All to develop I know into is that. that every team that has Pat Maroon wins the Stanley Cup. So why aren't we trading for him? And I'm not saying he will be a Pat Maroon. I'm not saying no, he will be a Milan Lucic. The dude could be terrible. But why uh, are there, they not there any trying? Re- right. Is there any and reason on this signs. team, given that 
again, you know, you can't keep shifting the goalposts. Of course, they're trying to win games, but let's face it. No, everybody, you know, you, they, they weren't supposed to make the playoffs this year, supposedly. Is there any reason why this guy can't break the goddamn lineup? He can't really? break the lineup. Against, he can't break the lineup for Brett Howden. Right. You take, so Quinn sees it. He goes, really? Rooney, Howden, Rooney, Howden. You know what? I think Rooney's better at the center position. I'm going to put Rooney on, 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 on center. But that leaves Howden. He doesn't play wing. So, Gautier plays wing. I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to put Howden on he, wing. Quinn would Instead rather have winger. a guy playing out of position than play Julian Gauthier. Right. And I don't get it. He played so well tonight. So so well. So, I want to check the stats can, of Gauthier and Howden. Can I just say something while he's checking the stats? Yes. Because I think this leads to a... I permit, again, yes. this, 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 this goes to a bigger issue, which I think, you know, I... I know there is a lot of passionate Ranger fans that are like, these people are crazy. It's, it's a rebuild. <laughs> rebuild. <laughs> I get it. Okay. Hold on. Go, go, go. And they get crazy when people get critical of like David Quinn. But that's what I was and saying. Hold earlier. on. And they get critical of the Rangers organization. Uh, this is not, folks. This is not life or death. I get it. But we're talking about something specific. Can we be real for a second about something specific? This is not about people not having universal health care, which I'm in favor of. This is not about affordable housing, which I am in favor of, where people are literally dying in the streets. I am in favor of all of these things which will help people live their lives, survive. This is about a hockey team. So believe me, I completely have things in perspective. But in talking about this hockey team, we can criticize. And have opinions. Have opinions about the coaches. Why are we fucking around with David Quinn? He's been coaching for three years. He seems like a great guy. I would hang out with him. Yeah, he's a ballsy. I'd want it. He's a ballsy. He's a ballsy coach. Coach. Seems like a he's great guy. He's got a ton of swagger, and but, I admire it. But let's let's be let's keep it real. Keep it one, honey. Hundo. I'm, yeah. As fans of, of this team, and that's what we are—not life or death. They're just fans. I will kill myself if the Rangers don't make the playoffs. I'm not. This year. I'm. I'm a little worried about where this. Rebuild is going, going into year four. So we have a we have a style of play. No, we don't. We have a style of play that is hard to define. Yes, you're yeah, right. It's a style of play that, is, that doesn't a, seem snap. like it's built for the style of play that wins Stanley Cups in today's day and age. So what do we do? Now, we, we said this. We talked about this yesterday. Of course. I mentioned it. Is... And we were think we we're you know it doesn't take much thinking. If I would ask you, Luca, ah. do you foresee the foresee. Rangers winning a Stanley Cup where David Quinn is the head coach? Can you see that happening after three years of him? I would say as of now, no. no. I would say okay. last season, yes. Okay, that's fair. Right now, do you, Dad? See the Rangers winning a Stanley Cup under David Quinn. Yes or no? 
if I had a gun to my head? No, I don't. Okay, so my question is, now I would say no as well. Three out of three people who may or may not have a who, vendetta who against this guy. know everything. Yes. Don't see the Rangers winning a Stanley Cup under David Quinn with this core, but more so this coach. So... So what's he, what do we do? No, but but let's go. Why, what, the goal is to win. I mean, no, but, but let's Coach go through. Win could come to practice tomorrow and be like, you know what? I'm a ballsy coach. We're going to establish a system. And yeah. yeah, but he's had three years to do so. But, and he but let's so. go. Let's go through the math. Here's the math. I got I mean, the math right here. No, but let's let's keep this shit real. Let's let's go through the math. And here's here's the math. Let's get to brass tacks. Here's my opinion. This is only my opinion. He's been the coach for three years now. Now, last year, COVID-related, not a full 82 games. Yeah. Get it. This year, COVID-related, not a full 82 games. Get it. Every team's been dealing with that. But here's the deal. There's been too many games they've come out not ready to play. There's been a lot of games they've come out where it looks like against the better teams, they're yeah. outclassed. Out coached against the buff freaking Buffalo Sabres, where I was like, they won, I think, but I was slow. watching this. I was like, this, I'm so bored. It just yeah. reminds it reminds you they don't come out to play, they don't look ready to play. And so, I'm sorry, that's a coaching can, issue. Can I just say something? So let me finish. So my point is this. Will David Quinn it I'm sure some people feel he's a really good coach right now. He's a better coach than me. I'll give him that. Not me. 100%. He's not a better 100%. coach than me, but it's not my job. No. I would say, I, in fairness to me, I would say that David Quinn is not a good, not as good a historian as I am. Yeah. Because that's not his job. Because that's what you do every single all day. Right. And I he know. can criticize me all he wants on his podcast. All I'm saying is this. As terms of a hockey coach... I want to see more results in terms of uh, I don't want to hear any more about like Young this team did team. this this team did that I don't know why we, I don't know why we do this we don't seem to do this but we don't we, shoot enough we got to do, do this, this more I do I hope David Quinn is the guy that's holding the cup up with the Rangers of course I don't really he, care as long as the Rangers I, I, no but I, I would love it but. Here's the deal. If you're running an organization and your goal is to eventually win a championship, not to make the playoffs, win a championship, you have to ask yourself, is this the guy after That's three what I'm years? Saying. Do we know deep down in our hearts, in our bones, this is the guy that's going to take us there? Because if, if, the, if the guys, people running the organization feel, we know this is the guy that's going to take us there. Then I'd say, you know what? Go for it. Go for it. Go and, all in. But, 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 hold doesn't on. Doesn't seem like it. But, why, if, if you're not sure about that. Yes, if you're not sure. Why won't you just go out and get someone who has <laughs> a track record of being a big time NHL coach to try and take this team. Like, like what is the holdup? It's what three years for? now. It's three years now, and you have all these questions. So I'm wondering, is it a coaching question, or is it a coaching question and an organizational question? Like, I'm praying to God that, that they know what John doing. Davidson knows that, like, 
this team is a number a number of players away from contending for a cup. A cup, like he knows that that like after watching how they play against the Hurricanes in the playoff bubble last year, and watching how they play against the Islanders when the shit's on the line, playoff hockey, that they are not ready to do anything. And you know what? That's what I would say. And it's not just inexperience. That's what I'd say about Quinn. Okay. In every, if not all, I mean, like most, if not all of the games that I hear people on Twitter talk about must win. Perfect example, the Islanders game last week and the one, what was it? Thursday night must win playoff implications, push for the playoffs, have to win. They got beat six to one. Then what? Five, nothing. Two shutouts in a row. Five nothing, Five. and then tonight, four nothing. Um, so he's not only tactically outcoached by Barry Trotz, which, of course, because it's Barry Trotz, but not only yeah, not only is he tactically outcoached, they just get absolutely feasted on. They get destroyed. On the ice, it's embarrassing. Because you know what? I'm tired of it. Why, why I'm tired aren't those of the... cross-ice passes working, oh, though? Yeah. I don't understand. I'm, fourth line dominates I'm tired. superstar. I'm tired of hearing about it's a must-win. This is a We're pushing for the plus. I'm tired of it because every single time you say that and they have to play a big game against a good team, they get massacred. They don't even show up. It looks like they're not even trying. Yeah, even against the they're not there yet. They're not in the season where it was. Um, I don't know if they were four or two points out, but it was um considered a big game to get back into the playoff race or into a playoff spot. I can't remember, but it was against the Penguins, and they came out flying. And I was like, it's a whole new world. Zabanejad so put one under the bar, and then they just collapsed. I don't know what happened. But then that game was uh, long that, that's gone. That's because they're so young, though, Luca. And but you know how they come out flying? But there's but my young. problem. Here's my that problem. That makes no sense. Here's my problem. I can give them young. Ment- they I might- know if I was coaching this team, I'd teach them sneak defense, and we'd be saying they come champions. Defense only works in NHL 19. Yeah, what NHL 21, dude? No, it doesn't work in 21. That's why I beat you those that, that no, many times, right? He, he doesn't. Did. He doesn't know. There, there. But that's the problem I have. Yeah, but here, but here, but but a lot of smart people who are rational, they're not like lunatics like us who get all upset about the Rangers. They're smart, sober. They, they <laughs> wait, wait, they, wait, wait, wait. They, no, they they're sober meaning oh, okay. not in terms of alcohol. Okay, okay, I'm okay. Sober in terms yeah, of rational. They say things like, "What do you expect, though?" Quinn expect is, from what? What? Well, no, let me finish. Quinn is Quinn is coaching three years, and and he, of course he's not Barry. He, of course he's not Barry Trotz. Mm, I know he's still learning. Yes, these are people that have podcasts and they interview big time New York Rangers columnists who want to make sure that they have access to the New York Rangers, so they can't really criticize the coaching staff too much. And these are people that actually think that there's idiots out there. And look, I don't want to insult any Ranger fans, but this is not a Ranger fan thing. This is any sports thing. Of course, there's crazy people out there that are 
you know, your team is... All you have to do is look at the uh, MSG things in between yeah, commercials I mean, and see those crazy, stupid fans. Exactly. Paint uh, their uh, that's a whole faces. different story. Of course, there's fans out there when the team loses one game is like, fire the manager, right? And they, yeah. they use those people to say, ha, ha, ha. Anyone that criticizes David Quinn is just a lunatic, obviously. I mean, I'm writing an article in a newspaper and... I'm not going to criticize David Quinn because then he might not answer my questions, you know. So I have to be the, the, the adult. And, but that's and- why I said at the beginning of the podcast that just because we have feelings or question something that someone did doesn't mean right. either well, way that I right. – just because so, I say but, this about Quinn doesn't mean I think he should be fired or only, shouldn't. I'm, I think he should, though. Right. But- I'm only bringing this up because there's these – I, I had to bite my tongue. There are these people yeah, that, are, that are like, you know, David Quinn's only coaching three years. Like, you know, give him a chance. Like, he's he's got to learn to like be like. Why'd we hire him if he has to learn like, on the are, job? Are you, are, do you do you do you f- f- freaking hear yourself speak? I know. Do the words that come out of your mouth enter your ears at any point <laughs> and in your brain? Just think about it for five seconds. Think Seriously, about it. we hired a you hired a coach that might have to take three to five to six years to learn how to coach, and you're okay with that in <laughs> professional sports? Seriously, when there's other guys that you could hire that don't need that learning curve, like, like seriously, folks, this is not life or death. But when you when you talk out of your ass, you can't help but. Uh, you can't help but think that I have to interpret that your your ass is talking, <laughs> which means that you're an asshole. <laughs> that can speak. All right, all right. It's a lot of ass. Talk. All right, all right. Seriously, nah, like, okay. I'm so tired of people just gaslighting you because you're like, I don't know. There's been three years and. They they have the same problems they had in year one, and I know they're a young team, but like it's the older guys who suck when yeah, they play good yeah, teams. That's what I was gonna and say. Like he's not really playing the young guys, yeah, and like in, all this, and they're still not winning. You bring up all these questions, and like, but the coach said they're trying to make the playoffs. And that's the coach why he's said they would shoot the, the buck more, but then- yeah, he said I'm not playing the young guys. Because, because we're trying, trying to, to make, make the, the playoffs, playoffs and then you don't make, make the, the playoffs. playoffs and, like, <laughs> and when you point this out, they're like, you're a, just a crazy person. You're not a real Rangers fan. Yeah, you don't want them to win. I want to kiss Henrik Lundqvist. Three years. We are going to wait from the coach 15 years. And then it'll <laughs> that will make our And maybe we'll make a bunch it's for like, the playoffs. The, yeah. Am how I many going, winning teams have done that? Am I going crazy? How many? are you just all full of shit? How many winning organizations have hired a coach and then said, He's still learning. How many? The Jets, maybe? Probably. Probably the Jets. Well, the Jets are... Think about the Jets. And the Jets are hot trash. They're so bad. Yeah. <laughs> the Jets are probably... The Jets are really good at hiring. I don't... This isn't a Jets podcast. The Jets hire coach... I don't know anything about the Jets. I don't watch the NFL. <laughs> Why are you talking about But the, the Jets, Jets hire coaches that never coach in the NFL again. They've done that how many times? Twice? Well, I mean, they, they've hired, like, I mean, it depends. They so, hire. I mean, this is an organization that hires people that don't know what they're doing. 
and 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 now the Rangers hire a guy, and people are saying he still has to learn. Like, that's not how jobs work. Well, I'm not, I'm, I'm sure that everybody doesn't feel that way, but I, I'm just I'm responding to one particular. If I was a construction worker, person who worker, has a podcast, if I was hired, that, if I was hired as a construction worker, I and I keep crazy. dropping bricks on my buddy's head every single day for three years. <laughs> Would you say, oh, he's just learning? No, you fire me because my buddy's in the hospital. Be like, I don't give a crap if he's learning. Bitch keeps dropping bricks on my head. You would fire me. <laughs> what, what kind of job, what kind of professional job do you hire personnel that have to learn as they're going along? Uh, what is that back, about? Going back, I want. I we we. I pulled up the stats for. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. And go, that go. just got blown away in the way. But anyway, we yeah. got. <laughs> <laughs> so going up to eighth place today against the Islanders, three nothing was the final. He was a minus one with one shot on goal. Eleven fifty on the ice. Eleven fifty for Tom. Ine, Tom. Tom. To time on ice. Anyway. Toy. So. Now, this is where this is the cool stuff. You got 2021 regular season. He has played 28 games. This is um, ESPN website. Um, he was projected to play 58 games. 58 games? No, that's above his. That's a six. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Whatever. I don't know why he's supposed to play the whole season. He was supposed he's to play a lot more. Um, goals. He has put up two. In 28 games and six assists, making eight points in 28 games. He was projected to put up four goals and 12 points in 58 games. So 17 points in 58 games. And then when you are going down to uh, adorable Brett Howden, we got... Okay, so he... Damn, what did I say for Gautier? Two goals... Two goals, seven assists. Yeah, something like that. Six then you got Brett Howden. Let's see. He has played 42 games. A lot more. One goal, which was an empty net. Empty net. Empty net. Empty net. That Strom gave to him. He didn't even work for it. Yeah, because Strom felt bad, probably. And six assists. Plays the game the right way. And Listen, I have... So he put up seven points, and he's a minus There's two. There's no doubt in my mind that Brett Howden works hard. He gets in the corners. He plays his role. That's what the coach asks of him, and he does it. That's great. He, but listen, yeah, he there plays, are guys that there's guys that play that role better than him. Okay, that okay. he's playing. Now, I bring That's this the up problem too. I have with Brent Howden. Main Gautier haters and main Howden simps. They, I feel <laughs> like their thing is oh, <laughs> Gautier's got to learn to keep his stick on the ice. Okay, and I, I get that Howden's played more games, but I want to take a look at the penalty minutes. You got penalty in minutes eleven for Howden. I mean, that's a solid amount, 42 games. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. That's not too many. No, I know. But, like, what do you expect? He's a midget. I mean. Yeah, he just gets pushed around. So yeah. So, taking many penalties. I think they've. Okay. So, give me a second. Shut up. Um, then we're going to go to. Uh, so, I said 11 minutes, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to find uh, Julian Gauthier here. Let's see. 11 minutes for Howden. I think he probably has more. Yeah, 14 minutes for yeah. Gautier. But okay, he, but three half more the minutes. Games. Half the games. Half the games. And he has put out more penalty minutes. But uh, uh, here's the thing. Here's so the he's thing, though. He's played half the games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's played half the games. Now, that's 
Yeah, an alarming. That's, that's an saying. alarming number. Fourteen minutes and twenty-eight games. Four, that's five an of alarming six of those numbers. One game. That's an alarming number. I see that. I think good player. So I don't buy. I, any, I think. I think. I think. Bullshit. I think good player, but also a red flag pops up. Now here's the thing. Would you rather take Howden and turn him into a guy like you can't make Howden automatically bigger? Okay, you can't make him stronger. You can't make him fast. That's tough. That it, it's biologically impossible to make someone that big as Gote. Now that's impossible, but you're striving to make this guy the complete player you think he can be. What you've seen has shown how many signs? None. So what about Gote? He's shown signs, but he sometimes can't keep his stick on the ice. What what can you fix? What can you fix out of those things? What can you fix? No, I hear you. Look, I don't want to go off on this Gautier. Gautier has more points. Yeah, but that's more points. He's he's, Gautier. Let me just say this. I I think that I think, and like a lot of Ranger fans have brought this up. I think that the Gautier, whatever you want to call it, the Gautier issue, the Gautier question is just symptomatic of some of the issues that people have with Quinn and that's personnel deployment. Yeah. I think that we've talked about that. Enough, I think Gautier has shown a skill set that I think a lot of Ranger fans are like, Oh, that it's not, it's not, you don't need no, much of a skill set out skill. Brett, how no, I understand two my goals. Po- my point is he has a skill set, meaning he's, He's he's big and strong. Drives to that. It literally puts people on his back. He did it like twice today. Yeah, no, no, no. Did Allen. you see his goal against the Flyers? That's yeah. one of the best goals I've seen all season for My the Rangers. Point, I don't disagree with you. I th- so I think that the whole Julian Gautier. Now, I've said this in a previous podcast. Julian Gautier may never play for another NHL team again. Yeah, Julian Gautier may. Go to an NHL team and be an All Star. I don't know what I don't know what the answer is for Julian Gauthier. All but I he's on is, the Rangers, so all I know is that Julian Gauthier, the Rangers got him in a the trade. Rangers have him, and in and in and in games I've seen him play, I was like, oh, this kid is big and strong and fast, and he's got some he's got some upside. Yeah, 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 yeah. And all I've seen from the coaching staff of the New York Rangers since they've gotten Julian Gote is that we're going to bury this kid. <laughs> and we're going to uplift other guys who I've in my unprofessional opinion have said have got no size and speed and upside. So you score one more beautiful goal driving to the net for this organization again. I'm gonna make sure you never play. Listen to me. Ever. Listen to me. Especially for the team, this type of team this team is. Uh, you know, I've, when you got a bunch of ballerinas and all of a sudden this guy is like, I'm gonna put a guy on my back and I'm gonna drive yeah. to the net. I'm why like, would we want that? Yeah, That's why crazy. would we want that? So I advise you all listeners to what what is the date of this goal? Does it say? Look up Julian Gauthier goal versus the Flyers and tell me the last time you saw a Rangers player do that. That wasn't like Mika Zibanejad last season. When is a, a guy bottom six when, forward? When is a guy busted past a defenseman with pure speed, drew, drove to the net with his shoulder down, got to the backhand, and went over the goalie? So, so now I know I said earlier, oh Zibanejad, all his goals are against the Flyers. Oh, yeah, Gautier scored against the Flyers. That's great. Gautier is what, 22? This is March He's big 15. and strong. This is a guy you can develop. He scored against other people. Like, like 
This so is so imagine what you could do to a kid like this if you like we we prize those types of talents like big, strong, fast. We're gonna put we're gonna we're gonna play this kid and see what we got here, right yeah. or not. Instead, the Ranger coaching staff says we're gonna bury this kid and we're gonna and and don't take this the wrong way because I love I love this guy. We're gonna take guys like Blackwell who work their ass off. I love Blackwell, Blackwell. Love and Blackwell, we're gonna put man. him on a fucking power play, and we're gonna put him on a second line. Now Blackwell for the rest of the season. Blackwell had a little spurt where he was scoring some goals, and I and again this is not an anti-Blackwell. And thing. he could he still scores sometimes. I love him. I love him. I want it's this great. guy on my team. Yeah, but he's but a gem. Why why is this guy who should I guess on most teams would be a Third, fourth liner, really? Third liner? Why is he being prized as a second liner and getting power play duty over Philip Heedle, mind you, and Lafreniere for a long, and Kako? Why is he doing that? Now, when I, a guy I, like Gautier is, we can't, this guy can't crack the lineup. Don't even get me started on Brett Howden. My point is, there's a problem here. What is going on with this organization? Well, you know what's funny? Something I saw about David Quinn saying about Gautier. Today I saw this. They're asking him about, I guess this was after the game, they're asking him about Gautier and like the decision to play him today, which obviously I think everybody knew he was going to play because the season's over. Totally over, well, right? The season's it's over. It's finally like mathematically Brett over. Brett Howden has a broken foot. Uh, yeah, but I mean like everyone I, knew- I heard that Quinn wanted to play him with a fucking cast on his foot. Everyone knew Gautier was going to play today, I think. So someone asked like, oh, so how was that? You know, blah, blah, blah. And he said, you know, he works real hard. We wanted to get him in the lineup, all this stuff. And then he said this, which surprised me. He said, he said you know, we've worked on trying to he has to simplify his game. When yeah. he plays when he plays simple, that's uh, when he's most effective. Uh, now, I, I got, Are you joking? Are you kidding me? I've seen him play, and it's not even a knock, simple as in good. I've seen him play simple. I've seen him get assists on simple. Yeah, I've so seen him shoot far past. Simple like Buchnevich? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Buchnevich? Simple like you want, Brett You want Howden? him to play simple, but you need Buchnevich to pass it across the neutral you... zone? Are you yeah. kidding me? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You need when him to comes, play simple? When playoff time comes, you got your bottom six forwards tend to shine. Like in the in the, the Lightning Stanley Jason Schwartz. Jason Schwartz. Jaden Schwartz. Jaden Schwartz. Whatever the hell is The Lightning. Stanley Cup champion. I think Schwartz. the best line was Maroon, Goodrow, and, and, and uh, Coleman. The Devil's guy. Yeah, Coleman. Coleman. Now, Great line. When you got, I got, I got a question. In all the games of the Bruins against the Bruins that Gautier has played, I think he's been more noticeable than Zavanejad. Two, yeah. two of his goals. Okay, because you got, know what? You know what beats teams like the Bruins and the Islanders play like Gautier. Simple hockey. Yeah, which he does. He, it's, not it's, passing it's it not across the neutral zone. It's not rocket science. Also, also, also. David Quinn also, knows better. Gautier. He should have uh, two goals against the Bruins, but that one, it hit, like, he just his knee, so they gave it to him. But, yeah. like, same thing. You got an assist, so what you going to do? He, he shows up against those teams because what does he do? What, what does he do? Simple hockey exactly. gets the puck to the net. He drives to the net. He puts guys on his back. This is what beats teams in the playoffs. I'm sorry. Look up, look up overtime goals in the playoffs. Look them up because I think, like, Half of them Step you're probably going to see. Half of them you're going to see are scrums in front of the net. Are guys just pushing their way in front of the net? A lot of them. A lot of them. 
look, 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 look. How many overtime goals you see in the playoffs where they passed it through six people to the oh. other end of the ice? Well, Pavel Buchnevich will do that sometime. Yeah, because he's so look, good. Yes. Look, we are at a. I really, really believe for Ranger fans. Now, th- this is going to be very judgmental, and people might get upset, and all our listeners in Europe might get upset. I really believe that we are at a tipping point. I know there's a lot of Ranger fans that like to have the sunshine blows out of their ass. They got they love positivity. That's a, that's and, a bad condition. You know, when there's a that. tsunami coming down and they're, they're there and they're like, that's a really big wave. But yeah, I think, it, you know, you know what? It might not be as big as some other waves. And it's that is why positivity. we will meet at these coordinates I get it. and fight I get to it. the death. Listen, there's a lot to be said for positivity. But my, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is we are at a tipping point for this rebuild. With this organization. Now, with, from the top down. Yes, we're ready. This to team point. is crumbling. No, it I, needs I'm not, a system. No, no, no. Let him say. Let him speak. Let that, him speak. See, that's not true. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, but we are at a tipping point. You know what? The great. I want to. I want to say for all those folks who are like, the Ranger fans with their bullshit. Everything is always bad. We got draft picks coming out of our yin yang and. We got the young kids who are going to get better. And why are you Ranger fans always so... And David Quinn's got nice hair. Why are you Ranger fans always so upset? You're just jerks. No. You know? All I have to say is this. The great Larry Brooks, who's been writing... Who's been on point oh, yeah. for the past a, two months. He's been a Rangers beat writer On the marker. Time. He's hit it the nail Who's on the head. He's been writing about hockey for a long time. So I'm just a graduate I'm, of CCNY. Just a quick shout out. C- City College. Go Beavers. My future college. Public college in the United States. That's, Go Beavers. That's my future college. Go Beavers. I'm Present college for me. And, uh, you know, I'm just a lowly uh, history professor. A 22 on the I'm ACT. I'm not a writer for hockey. But you know what? Larry Brooks is, and he's been doing it a long time. And I think he's well respected. Well, Larry Brooks has been saying the same stuff we've been saying for months Al- now. Almost word for word. For months. And uh, you know what? If Larry Brooks is listening, and I know he is, he won't admit <laughs> it. Larry. He won't, he won't admit it, but I know he's listening. We got to get him on the show. Because oh, my God. It's Larry Brooks. <laughs> he, is, he has been saying exactly what we've been saying. I'm going to go all meta on you now. You can't have it both ways. Ranger fans and Ranger broadcasters. You can't have it both ways. Either this season was all about making the playoffs and it and we you know at some point we had to sacrifice development on the kids or or this season was never about making the playoffs. That was a bonus. It was all about developing the kids. And which path are we gonna take here? Which one is it? We've been saying this from podcast number Numero one. Uno. True that, true that, true that. <laughs> you can't have it both ways. So if this season is about developing the kids, and just for the record, I never thought it was about making the playoffs. But you know what? By game friggin' 20 or 30, I want to see Lafreniere yes. on the power play and Kako and Heedle. I don't want to see... Freaking Strom and Kreider. And this is coming from Two a guy. Two minutes after. 
Yeah, two minutes, the full power play. Game 50. No shots. This is coming from a guy who last season just kept saying. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't see I don't see what this kid got. Honestly, what does he do? Uh, is he, yeah. uh, it just, this is coming from him. I'm all about development. It shows you. Yeah. At least give, find out. Give these guys the opportunity to flourish in an environment where they might have success. It in other words, like every other team does it too. Like every other team has rookies and like Sam Rosen's like, Oh, it's his fourth NHL game. And he's yes. power play goal. Like, yeah, because he's on the power play because they do it. No. Yeah. But the Rangers, we have a plan because we have the, we have the prospect whisperer. David Quinn knows how to speak to the under 21 crowd. And, and don't worry. In a few years, Phil Heedle, who's been playing three years in the NHL, who we think might be our second-line center, probably, might get a power play minute. He's definitely played under 10 Give minutes of power play time this break. season. Give me a break. How how unbelievable is that? Think about it. Now, go back. Try to time travel yourself to the beginning of the season. Oh, I'll time Put travel. Put yourself in that mindset. At the end of last season, the beginning of this season, right? Think about that. Now, I'm going to tell you, Phil Heedle has played under 10 minutes of power play time this season. You're crazy. That is his third year in the NHL. He's definitely shown flashes of legitimate second center talent and has played under 10 minutes on the power play all season. That is horrible. But Jack, don't you understand? It's only his third year. By his 67th year, year, he'll be ready for second power play duty. Or if that's not a good enough excuse, how about if I throw this one out because this is all popular too. He's just a kid. He's not ready yet because only the veterans can be on. Oh, wait, but the veterans suck? Oh, no, we lose because we're a young team. I mean, like the goalpost. Can you can't stop? Can we stop with this? Look, I like David Quinn. You do? Hey, he seems like an, a nice guy. Do we really want to wait another year or two to hope, to hope that he's the coach that can take us to the where we need to go? Or, and let me remind you, this is at the end of year three of this rebuild. Do we want to try and realize, does Jeff Gordon have the guts to realize that I don't want to take that gamble. Maybe I made the wrong decision. Let's hire an NHL-proven coach to take us to the point where in maybe year five, year five of the rebuild, we can possibly, possibly contend for a cup. I'm going to get a coach that can do that. Well, you know what? I don't know. This summer, we're going to find out. Yeah, That's what we were talking about yesterday. Does Jeff Gordon have the guts to do it? Or is he gonna hope? Cause I don't you know, maybe Jeff Gordon is thinking, I hired this guy. If I cut if I cut bait now after year three, I look like I don't know what I'm doing. Now you can like you might get a lot of hate from that, but maybe. honestly, it, it's a it's, it's a, a rational it's decision. A, it's a respectful thing to do. Swallow your pride. Admit I made a mistake with this guy. And or, and, or and it wasn't even like like that bad. Ready? Yeah. It wasn't even that bad of a yeah, mistake either. I get it. It's like you, you took a shot. Yeah. But now you, you tried to go outside the box. You pulled up this but, guy on success in college. It, it, like, it, yeah. it looks good for a while. But Respectful. You know, 
It's it's it's. But it wasn't even that terrible progress. The alternative is you double down on it and say, "No, I'm convinced this guy's the guy." Well, then, if that's the case, then you give him another year. Okay. So now I heard Val Laquette say that the next year, after, no, next year, the Rangers are expected to make the playoffs. So I then say, I, I assume, so. I assume if you're Jeff Gordon, and you say I really believe in David Quinn, he's our guy. Then which, you better get the which, players to make the playoffs. Which. And compete. That's his prerogative. And you know what? In three years, you might be saying, Pete, you're a jackass. David Quinn's holding the Stanley Cup. And I'd be, I'll be happy to say I'm wrong. But if you're, if you're Jeff Gordon, you say, I believe David Quinn's our guy. Well, if next year, the Rangers, now we've we got to make the playoffs, year four, then I assume, I assume, if they don't make the playoffs, he's fired. He's fired. Mm-hmm. So if you're David, if you're Jeff Gordon, you're saying, I believe David Quinn's the guy. I'm going to keep him. But if we don't make the playoffs, I'm going to fire him. I mean, I don't know. I just kind of feel like that's a lot of iffy. Like, why don't we just get a coach yeah. who's done it before in the NHL? But also, if you're like going to say... Gerard Gallant, and let's oh, go. Oh, yeah, he's my boy. But, I mean, if you're going to say, if you're going to say, I think Quinn is the guy, let's keep him for another year, you better, you better put a team together. Because this team isn't going to be. You better one. establish they a system that they can fall back. They on. obviously get fleeced when they play playoff hockey. So I mean, that's because they're young, Jack. They're young. I'm, Youngest team in the league. Like, you know, when Loft are, when okay. Loft gets one year older, everything's going to change. They'll have a system. I'm not They'll even going to say anything about Loft because I'm so happy with no. how he's been playing. No, no, no. Uh, this is not a criticism of Loft. I love him. I love him. He's I love him. Player. I love him. I love him. My point is, the people that keep falling on this, well, you're young, young. You know, when, when, when these young guys in another year or two or a year or two older, those all those cross-ice passes are going to work because they're no. going to be 22. No. These are crazy people we're talking they're about. They're going to be able to make all these great passes. They can drink now. Yeah. It's going to be insane. It's, it's, they listen, got... listen, why, why do you think the teams that win – Win. Why do you think the Islanders are so good? Because they're why old. Do you think, old. Because they're the, yeah. they're the second they're, oldest team in the yeah. league, Jack. That's okay. why. Well, <laughs> the key old. to winning in the NHL is just get old yeah, guys, then, and everything will be then, fine. Yeah, no, but look at them. Some rookies who really they play the same, and they're good. Listen Wallstrom, to what I'm saying, though. Listen really to what I'm saying. Player. No, they're all. Wallstrom's old. He's thirty. No. <laughs> yes. Listen to what I'm all saying. All you need to do is get old guys, and you win in the NHL. Listen to what I'm saying. Why do you think these teams are good? Because it is because when their star, because you need star power, when their star players are not on or when they're not playing well, when they're in a slump, they have something to fall back on that says, we're going to buy into this, we're going to play like this, and we're going to play like this 100%. Barzal didn't have a good season this year. Strom had more points than Barzal. Okay, the Rangers are sitting out of a playoff spot and the Islanders might take the first one. So what's the difference? The Islanders have a system that they fall back on. The Rangers don't. The Rangers play freestyle hockey. The young gets a bad rep. Because they're young. Because he plays in a defensive style. Oh, totally. Totally. I think he'd have... If Barzell played with Panarin, dude would be unstoppable. I think if Barzell in the playoffs, 
Just like last year. But I listen think to he's going to turn it on. But listen to me. It's just is... a point where I'm watching That's Islanders point, hockey. Though. But listen to me. What's the Rangers could have on the watch. The Rangers could have as many stars as they want. Kako could score 70 points a season. Lafreniere could be a 100-point player. All these guys could Boosh. turn out awesome, right? You don't win with all of that. You might say, oh, you're crazy. That's so much talent. How could you not win? Because look at... Look at their talent now. Zabanajed's your 40 goal scorer. Panarin's unbelievable, right? Mitch Marner. Watch them play the Islanders. Tavares. Watch the exactly. Matthews. Exactly. Matthews, Tavares, Marner, Nylander, Muzzin. All what? these guys on the star studded Maple Leafs. How many playoff series have they won? They might win their first. Goose egg. <laughs> Goose egg. Goose off. But I mean like Sharon Galvin. <laughs> obviously. Gusev. Obviously. Obviously, you need a system But to win. you know what, Jack? Just because these players David get Quinn older and, and just because you have more offense doesn't mean give you David automatically a start winning. To get that system implemented. How, how long is the chance? They're going to give him at least six to seven years to get that system implemented. It's so complicated. Barry Trotz came in and he turned that organization yeah, but around. These kids are young. They're inexperienced. I mean, these you were talking about eight-year-olds. They don't know how to play playoff hockey. These are I young know. kids. How it, Dad, how can you expect Alexi Lafreniere to learn a system? It's not like he's been playing hockey since the day he could walk. It's not like he was the most uh, highly touted prospect in North America for three time. years. How do you expect him to learn X's and O's in the NHL? They can do it. They know how to do it. They've been doing it their entire lives. You know how much hockey they watch? You know how much film? They've been in the film room every, since, every single day since they were 15 I years bad. old. I feel bad. Because you get this first overall pick, and it's like it's like a big F you. We're finally going to play you, and we're not going to tell you how we play. And you know what? And you won't put up as many he's points. He's gotten more ice time lately, yeah. obviously, like the second half of the season. And he's been playing better. He's but like the first better. half of the season, he was getting, what, seven yeah. minutes? Yeah. And he's been playing better. I'm so happy we're for him. We're going to lower your confidence. But like, yeah. Yeah, That's you play him more, is. and you put him on a power play, no, I and he's starting no, to play well. No oh, my sympathy. God. I have no sympathy for the Red That's Wings. I didn't want to hear them whining. I didn't want to hear the Red Wings whining about because how they didn't get first overall pick. I know, because they were really good. <laughs> but, but, but but at this point, I would I, – I, at this point, I want what's best for Love so he can be a competitive and effective player, in which I think he's doing a good job of now, but earlier in the season – I, I would I wouldn't care if he left. And that's not that's nothing against Lof. That's me feeling bad because we shouldn't have got this first overall pick if that we, we got. Do anything with him? And then we just said f you. Basically. Okay. Now we are approaching an hour and fifteen minutes yeah, on this right now. Let's wrap it up. So let's, let's wrap it up. I just wanted to say really I, quickly, really quickly. Go ahead. The, the last time we recorded a podcast was March twenty eighth. The last time we uploaded one was March twenty eighth, and we said, all of us, we said, look. They're not going to make the playoffs this year. Let's ride out the kids for true the rest that, of the true season. That, true that, true we that. said that. It's recorded. Goat, it's, goat, goat. Right? We said that. Now. Goat hasn't played a game since then. After. <laughs> that's not true. He's played like one or two after that. Oh, but after, after the um, Islanders game Thursday, Twitter was like, okay, season's over. Let's yeah. play the kids. Wow. <laughs> I should be coach because I could have said that one month ago and we would have had a month and a half of kids playing hockey where it's development before the next season where they're developing. I I was a month ahead of the Rangers organization. Are you kidding me? 
Are you kidding me? Because now, now, negative. here's the thing. Here's my superstition. Yeah, I'm just negative. My yeah. superstition makes a return. Now, we've seen, I think, the worst of Buchnevich all year. Some of the worst Rangers hockey we've I'm seen all year. I'm going to kill him. Guess, guess what? Guess what, gentlemen? Guess what? <laughs> we just recorded the podcast. Rangers going to win like five in a row now. Doesn't That's matter. Exactly That's exactly what's going to happen. No, I know, but it's going to be fun seeing them play good. I'm I actually no. Just I they listen to the podcast. Just to make a comment on the last few games, whatever. I think I think we've been talking about bigger issues, but I'm I'm really very curious to see how they play. And I know I know the built-in excuses like oh no Truba no Kreider no Lindgren. So yeah. there you go. Because Truba but and Kreider were I'm, really making a I'm difference out there. To see how, I mean I'm 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 always happy to see how these young guys play, but I'm curious how they play. Uh, see how they play against the Rangers. Um. Last two games is against the Rangers. Last two games are against the Bruins, right? The Bruins. But yeah. I'm curious to see how those games turn out. But I will say this: Look, we've been saying this for a long time. You can't have it both ways. Uh, this team was a borderline playoff team for a lot for a lot of reasons. We won't recap here. We've done it in prior podcasts. Um, and I always felt that. This coach coached like his job was on the line, and I get that too. And I thought that was a problem. And he even said to himself, you know, I'm trying to win hockey games. I can't be worried about, you know, we're in the playoff mix. I can't be worried about, you know, young guys getting NHL time. This is, I got to go with my best guys. And I get that too. But then, like, what do we judge? What do we judge this coach on then? If he if he himself sets up the parameters, the metrics by which we should judge him, I'm not gonna play Filipino on the on the power play. I'm not gonna play Alexei and it be wins and losses. on the power play. I'm not gonna play Capo Caco on because the power play. Because we have play. to win. Because, because we have to why? win. And I feel I'm not gonna play Julian Gauthier because I feel that these guys are the guys that are going to make the best win hockey chance to win. Well, now, 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 given, you didn't win. Now, you given, didn't win. Given so, if they were in any other division, they'd be in a playoff spot. No, no, but I don't but they're not. That's not necessarily true. But anyway, yeah, my point actually, is this. Really, my that. point is this. Look, do I think ultimately he was just trying to say the right thing? Yeah, probably. Of course, he's not going to say, I'm, I'm trying to lose hockey games. But... We can't judge him on what he says because that would be wrong. But we can't judge him because we, we're we not allowed to judge him on anything, apparently. At some point, the coach of the goddamn team has some responsibility. Team comes out flat, not the coach's fault. Team, team doesn't, doesn't shoot the have puck. an answer. Team has team no doesn't system. Have an answer for, for uh, uh, an Islander team that suffocates, suffocates them. them, not the coach's fault. Too young. Team doesn't shoot the puck. The coach says, we got to shoot the puck more. All Problem year solved. long, he says that in the postgame. Not the coach's fault. At what point do you put a chimpanzee behind the bench, right? And <laughs> say, man, I could just give my monkey impression and look at that chimpanzee. Me? That's unbelievable. The, the chimpanzee has a shirt and a f- fucking tie on. That's unbelievable. I love that guy. But contenders in two years. The chimpanzee doesn't know anything about hockey, though, know, Bill. But I love looking at him. It's okay. He's he doesn't know anything about hair. hockey. A young team. A young team. He doesn't need to know anything about hockey. At what point does the coach have no responsibility for anything that happens on the ice? <laughs> <laughs> We're not talking about 12-year-olds. <laughs> it's just the blood vessel. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. 
I hope this guy is the coach of the team. Okay. I hope they win this. Uh, game. Uh, I have some, some final thoughts. Spe- yes. but, spe- but I'm gonna actually, yeah. It's time to move on. Yeah, this was, right. that was Dad's final right. thought. I think he's done. His mic broke. His mic is off the stand. Yeah, it, it did it again. Came apart. Too much energy. Luca, final thoughts. Go. All right, I just want to give a special thanks to our um, sponsor for making this podcast possible, Bonds and Gravy. If you want, if you're craving some Bonds Love. and Craving some bonds, bonds and gravy. And gravy. You, you, you go to bonds and gravy. Burgers, sandwiches, ice, ice cream. cream. They do it all. Calicoon, New York. Bonds and gravy. Okay. Bonds and gravy. Uh, I will end it with this. I think the off. They're going to look up bonds people are, and gravy. People are going to look up bonds and gravy. I will end it with this. I think these next few weeks. Not even a few weeks. The summer, but also like the directly the month after the season ends, will be very, very telling of how next season will go and what direction the organization decides to go in with this team and this coach. So, with that, <laughs> no, with that, uh, I will. We will uh, end this episode of NYR DNA. It's a very loud one. And uh, we'll see you guys next time, probably, hopefully, by the end of the season. Peace out. Keep it real. Peace out. This has been NYRDNA, signing off.